Boom. There we are. I dig your setup, by the way. I like it. It looks official. You've got stuff on the walls, stuff on the ceiling, guitars, both sides. Yeah, that definitely. Well, first of all, thanks for having me, John. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually recording this here at our home studio where we basically did the pre-production for the record. Ooh, okay. That's something to definitely talk about. So let's get ready to rock and roll here. Rock Metal Nation, what is up? Uh, hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock and Roll Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. And today on the Rock and Roll Podcast, we have the Advent Equation. They've got a new album called Remnants of Oblivion. And it's going to be released on December 4th, which by the time this airs, Luis, that may or may be live. This will air probably about a month after recording here. Uh, right now, I'm being joined by Luis, as I had just mentioned, and he's going to be sharing some information about this uh, stellar release that I've had the opportunity to listen to and uh, what the band has been up to, what they are going to be up to. So, Luis, welcome to the show. Thanks, John. Thanks, thanks again. And hello, everyone, uh, to your audience. It's it's really an honor to be here with you guys and and tell you a little bit more, talk about uh, our experience with this album, which we definitely are very proud of the product. And uh, it has been an experience uh, to put together this record. But at the end of the day, we're very, very pleased and satisfied on, on the outcome. And we are hoping that you guys enjoy it as well. Yeah, and something you mentioned there, we'll dive right in, is you said it was an experience putting the record together. And at least as per Spotify, it looks like it's been a, a while since the last release. Yes. So take us through putting this record together. Sure. Well, um, it all it all began, um, and I'll go back to to pretty much. I'll answer your question first. It's been eight years, and and we cannot hide it, right? And and even and and it's very funny because uh, even when we as a band, uh, nonstop, we have we have been seeing us every weekend sometimes, and for a large period, we even uh, rehearsed more than two to three times per week. Um, from a public standpoint or a social media perspective, we were inactive, right? It's been eight years without activity, and and there are some reasons behind that. Number one, um, it has been a great experience. It has been an experience per se because uh, the band number one uh, uh, had some changes when it comes to the lineup. We lost uh, one guitar player and um, and the previous keyboard uh, guy from from the old album. And they had their own personal reasons chasing their own careers as musicians, and we totally respected that. So for us, it was really a, an opportunity to, to explore, um, let's say, a more solid foundation when it comes to, to how we build the structure of, of our um, compositions, if you will. And, um, and, and going straight to the point, for this album, um, we were preparing something different to, to what we have done in the past. What I mean by that is, um, I think on the previous album in 2012, as you mentioned, um, we were more in line of um, the progressive, extreme side of metal when it comes to guttural voice, um, uh, heavy reefs, uh, high speed dance, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, heavy guitar tones. For this record, we had two two missions, two goals in, in mind, right? The first one of them being, we wanted this album to have riffs or guitar parts that make you want to pick up the guitar and say, hey man, that was a, that is a great riff and I want to learn it. I want to listen to that again. And the other was 
um, approach vocals from a more traditional way in, in a sense that um, that they make you sing. I mean, we, we explored more catchy melodies, uh, choruses that are well prepared to land on, 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 on an official chorus, which is something that we we did we didn't do on previous records. So it was an experience because we evolved as musicians and in eight years, a lot, a lot of things happened, right? I, I moved out from my previous home. Um, in eight years, I, because of my work, I, I used, I traveled a lot. Countries like the Philippines, Romania, um, I don't know, Colombia, uh, being around the world and meeting people, and and all of that, you know, at the end of the day, affect or influence the way that you write music, right? So, so. That, that's what I mean by a whole experience. Very happy, just to close the, the question, very happy with current lineup, or to mention that, again, we've been with this lineup for at least four years now. Very stable friendship, very solid um, communication when it comes to, to writing music, and, and very very hesitant to talk a bit, a bit more about that. You're hesitant to talk more about that? Yeah, uh, and that's because... Um, <laughs> That that's it, it's another funny um, story. We just recently posted on on Facebook the newest member, right, Carlos, our keyboard player, and people reacted like, "Hey guys, uh, you were hiding this," and 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 for the audience, this is he's a new member, right? But for us, he's been with us for three, four years already, right? So so um, that's those are one of the things that we we really like to to talk because. Carlos and, and his way of playing keyboard and, and his ability when it comes to also uh, producing music uh, really help us um, go to the direction where this record landed. Uh, I mean, we were already in the lands of progressive metal, but I guess his influence kind of helped us on the right track to, to, to fine tune and polish the, the, the songs that we already had in mind for this album. Yeah, and there's a few things that you brought up there, uh, Lewis. You mentioned something like, um, you know, being able to travel for work. So you were able to go to very, very different cultures, Philippines, Romania, um, being uh, my mom's side of the family is Romanian. So I imagine you probably fit in. I bet people thought you were Romanian. <laughs> you yeah, kind of look I, Romanian. I, I, that was a great, great experience, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Colombia, you mentioned that that had an influence on writing and also uh, a lineup change will also have uh, an, an influence on writing. And so I'm, I'm curious if you would mind maybe taking us through how did traveling change uh, what you guys were writing and uh, with new members, what did they bring to the table that maybe wasn't there before? Sure. Uh, I'll, be, I'll start with the traveling piece. Um, for a long period of time, let's say 2016 all the way to oh, this year uh, because of uh, the pandemic we are unable to to travel right now but uh, for the most part uh, I was on a plane almost every two or three uh, weeks uh, so from a writing and studio time perspective um, we had to be creative <laughs> and, and 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 one of the ways that we pretty much found ourselves um, working pretty well was, um, using Apple Logic, and and I don't intend any kind of commercial here, but uh, using tools like Apple Logic, where you can basically write down a, a new piece of music, share it uh, to the band using tools or resources like I don't know, we transfer Dropbox, etc., helped us a lot 
uh, even when we were far from a distance perspective, we were very close when it comes to real time updating the projects. So when the time came, we schedule specific amount of time uh, and we did the pre-production here at home. I have a home studio here. And um, we spent maybe almost a year, um, had to put it on hold sometimes because of this, this traveling thing. But for almost a year, we spent um, every weekend, pretty much at least, uh, writing, um, uh, composing, uh, arranging music, and almost, almost an entire six months on the vocals only so it was tough and it was a learning for us because we wanted the recording time to be as efficient as as, as possible so we when the time came um with these new members to be in the studio it, the the whole experience with the studio was so more efficient um and even it, when it was long because of, of similar cases traveling the pandemic, uh, the, the producer was very happy of what we were able to bring as pre-production. So long story short, we spent a lot of time in pre-production for this record, something we haven't done in the past, which I guess it was another huge learning from this album. Okay, fantastic. And you mentioned your home studio there, which looks elaborately more elaborate than a traditional home studio, that's for sure. But you mentioned at the beginning that there was some pre-production being done. Is this the, the studio where the pre-production was done? Yes, actually, to its entirety. Um, from the creation of just exchanging some riffs on the guitar, just drum beats, all the way to translating that into MIDI information, to logic, recording ourselves, vocals, instruments, like, let's say, doing a mock album, if you will. So when the time came... To, for the full production, we were more than ready. <laughs> okay, perfect. Now, you mentioned being more than ready. And, I mean, absolutely incredible uh, album. I gave it a, a listen to. Thank you. Something that really drove me home. The funny thing is you're mentioning, you know, the two things you guys are going for was to have guitar riffs that make guitar players like me want the the guitar pro tabs. And then you've also got uh, vocals where people want to to sing along. And um, interestingly enough, something that that I picked up for sure was, and maybe it's in the writing, maybe it's in the mix, but as soon as I heard, because we wanted to chat about uh, Patterns of Spiraling Reality today, the minute the song starts, my head is bobbing. I have absolutely no choice, Luis, but to just start (laughs) getting into it. And I'm like, what is happening? What have they done to me? And then you guys are doing some really tricky stuff with the double kick pedal without losing that momentum. So a serious amount of work did go into this record. And I guess let's dive into Patterns of Spiraling spiraling Reality. Um, What is this track about? What is a spiraling reality? What are these patterns? Does it go into a concept for the album? Yes, very, very good question. And let, let me answer that, John. Um, and if, if you don't mind, let me emphasize on the whole concept of the record. And, and, and for us, the cover of the album uh, plays a very important role of, of the musical experience with it, right? The concept is relatively simply simple. Um, there is one statement from Carl Sagan uh, who, that states, uh, sorry for redundancy there, that um, 
we are made from stardust. We as humans or life in our planet comes from stars that billion years ago uh, exploded and, and the components or the main elements of those stars uh, when, when they landed uh, in, in, in what we know, our planet, uh, that's where life came from, right? So, so from that perspective, uh, we wrote the whole album. Patterns of a Spiraling Reality, it's, it's let's say, um, an overture. It contains a little bit of everything, what you will find throughout the record. It has the progressive side of things, it has the heavy, but it also has like the, the melodic and the more, uh, let's say, uh, 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 sad piece where, where you see a star dying, but then it, because of that, life gets created. So, so that's what Spiders of Aspiring Reality, it's, it's a duality between creation, uh, destruction, life and death. That's why it's a spiral. <laughs> Not sure if that okay. makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're, basically, you're getting into entropy, which is the, the, the chaos that is the universe. However, is it actually chaos when you get to the, the other side of it? Because through the process of destruction, something is created. And through the process of creation, something is destroyed. Excellent. And then uh, we could even get into, you know, the symbol of yin-yang, for example. You've got, say, one being creation, the other being destruction. They're constantly swirling in motion together, and one is always with the other. Um, it's very, 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 very cool stuff. Now, um, the other track you wanted to chat about today was Remnants of Oblivion, if I am correct? Right. Yes. Okay. And the album is called Remnants of Oblivion. So this is an important track. This is the title track, and it comes up pretty early on in the record, track number three out of out of eight tracks. Um, so take us, take us through this track, and how did it become the title of the album? For Thank you. Uh, for us, let, let me try to answer your question in, in a simple manner. Um, for us, these tracks represent... Um, a lot of things, and, and those things range from number one, uh, a solid union, if you will. Uh, I think this is a track where we as musicians, especially with Carlos, the newest member, where we landed into what we really wanted to sound like. This is this is us, pretty much. And the other part of it, it's it's very very in line. Uh, fans of our previous work will find uh, them home with this with this new song because it, it has a lot of components of what we um, have always been carrying uh, from a, uh, um, we are fans of progressive rock such as I don't know Genesis Gentle Giant Pink Floyd but also um, we find extreme metal such as Nevermore Gojira I don't know uh, Strapping Young Lad Devin Townsend fascinating right so so this track has a little bit a little bit of everything it's a combination of influences combination of uh, union as members, but also um, I think also represents pretty well uh, the chaos and creation, the beauty and darkness as well, as you can see on the on the album cover. So that's why it was titled. Uh, then the actual, actually the album was titled after this, this song. Okay, perfect. And you, something you mentioned there was that you guys finally have reached the point where you sound like how you want to sound. How does that feel? I mean, if, if I can describe it, it feels like 
you really are accomplishing something. One of the greatest uh, pleasures of or joys that that creating music gives you back is finding someone who can you can communicate uh, through your music, right? And I think as as musicians, when when it clicked, it actually was when we were writing this 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 song. It made us it made our relationship stronger. Um, without a doubt helped us um, continue the, the, the remaining uh, of the creation process of the whole album in a more efficient more efficient manner. We already knew what we liked. We already knew what elements each of the band members uh, were more proficient at. Um, and, and that helped us a lot, pretty much. And from a sound perspective, again, we love prog rock. We love that metal. <laughs> Uh, but and and we wanted to to have a, a a healthy balance between those two, um, in line with the two objectives: memorable riffs, heavy melodic riffs, but but those that want to make you pick up the guitar, and also extremely catchy uh, voice lines, right? Which which is a new territory for us, and that's something that we're very happy on on the product of it. Mm-hmm. One of the bands that you'd mentioned was was Nevermore, and that's something that they were accused of is uh, they had great vocals. So yeah, <laughs> man, I'm telling you, albums like or or Enemies of Reality. I'm not sure if you have heard that. Mm-hmm. It's it's addictive. I just recently got it in vinyl. I collect vinyl, by the way. And man, man, I had I couldn't stop spinning that vinyl. <laughs> I know, burn it out. Which brings me to my next question because there's. And there's eight songs, which would be perfect for vinyl, but however, it also depends on, they're pretty long songs too. Um, is there a vinyl release for Remnants of Oblivion? Not yet, but definitely on the plans. Um, th- this We will begin by um, making it available for streaming platforms uh, on December the 4th. But then um, when it comes to having a physical version of the record, at this point in time, uh, we have Concreto Records, which is a Mexican uh, record label. They have been supporting us. With our relationship is almost uh, a decade now, and they they were the ones who said we want it. We want to release it physically. Let's begin with C- a CD version of it uh, in uh, hopefully December, January, the latest, and then a vinyl version of it might be upcoming in uh, February, March, the latest. Uh, we just want to make sure we do this uh, strategically. And uh, internationally speaking, we are still in the process of getting like the best uh, partnership, if you will. We've been getting offers, but uh, not necessarily finding the right partnership yet. We are Our main goal is to make our music available for everyone. We don't, we don't pretend to get rich on this one. Uh, we, our main objective pretty much is make it available. And, and um, if someone is interested in that and, and willing to, to build this partnership, we are definitely on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make no mistake about it. I think jazz musicians make more than progressive metal musicians. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Now, I guess uh, this is a tricky question. I'm trying to figure out how to word it, Luis, but... Uh, while committing the, the dangerous sin of verbal diarrhea, my question basically is, with the way that 2020 has gone with regard to coronavirus, you guys are still releasing the record this year. So I guess my question is, was it ever discussed to delay the release of the record? Or you guys said, you know, 2020 is going to be our year. Let's just do it. And 
in a broader sense, how has this year gone for you guys? Well, um, retaking the creativity part of, of uh, getting things done, I think this year we decided it was perfect for us. Not only was um, in our calendar, like you mentioned, uh, our goal to have it being released in this, in, in this year, uh, with the world being upside down as it is right now, <laughs> I think um, this record can can help us. Um, um, well, pretty much aligns very well to to the things we are seeing. Right, we see a lot of stress out there. We see a lot of things to worry about. But at the end of the day, we are also finding balance through to. Uh, rediscovering things that we like, such as I don't know, reading a book, uh, staying at home with your with your family, etc. Right. So so that duality we always find fascinating. Um, it's part of the name of our band. It's part of the uh, record where you will listen. So long story short, um, we don't think the year it's it's a challenge. We wanted to make it available. Plus, um, I think the internet. Um, and the way, and it might sound catchy, but the way things have evolved uh, actually make it, it makes it simpler if, if you see it from a different way. Because let me talk about uh, festivals and presenting the record. More often, we see bands, uh, huge, huge, huge um, uh, bands and, and number of, of groups presenting themselves in festivals, all of because of, of this, right? We, we, we do all... We are planning actually a couple of online um, shows uh, for that matter. And I think more than being a challenge, again, it's an opportunity to to reinvent yourself and be creative. Cool. I mean, you mentioned something uh, really powerful there that kind of leads into a, you know another question is what are you guys uh, doing now? But it sounds like you've got quite a bit of uh, plans coming up with some, some online um, – things that normally are are not online yeah um, um to summarize it after you finished recording an album actually it's where <laughs> pretty much the hardest work begins because now you have a limited amount of time to learn it and learning to perfection so just this week we are formally starting the rehearsals for potential live shows we have a couple on the way and, and we want to make sure we deliver uh, not only uh, from what you hear in the record, but what you hear and see uh, when it comes to us in action. So very excited for that stage as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now I have, you guys have a Facebook page. Is that where we have all of the updates with regard to everything that you mentioned or is there some place else we should go? Right. So either our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, which which we're becoming very active there as well. All of them uh, slash the equation. You will find updates from from us from ourselves or what we find in in the, in from a social media perspective. We'll be sharing those there. So so yeah, those are the the where you can find us. Okay, perfect, sweet. Well, Luis, we've chatted about the album. Remnants of Oblivion, the track Remnants of Oblivion, Patterns of Spiraling Reality. Uh, we've chatted about the album, what you guys wanted to achieve out of the album, the lineup changes, uh, even your travel to, to Philippines, Romania, Colombia. You came back with souvenirs, like a little impaling stick, I guess, from, from <laughs> Romania. Um, what else is there? Some afritata, some chicken afritata from the Philippines. 
um, I don't know, with coffee from Columbia. You know, you've, you've done it all, so it's great. Um, the only thing we haven't chatted about, I guess, is your guitar tone. But, I mean, is there anything else that you wanted to chat about with regard to the record or what Advent Equation is up to? Did I miss anything? No, no, no. Um, like you mentioned, when this goes live, probably you, you, you always, you, you've already seen uh, our first video, uh, musical video on the, uh, on our channels. Uh, we are streaming live November 27th, the first uh, music video for this record, which is actually Patterns, Patterns of Aspiring Reality. We are preparing some surprises as well, uh, lyric videos, a second music video, uh, hopefully by, by January, February. So stay tuned to our uh, social media platforms where we're, again, becoming very, very active there. And, and any, anything you want to uh, comment, uh, give us a question, or just say hi, we will be there. Okay. Happy to be here. Beautiful. All right. Well, Luis, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today. Thanks for inviting us, John. And, and again, it was a, a great pleasure being here.